Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle, and I play Duncan Oliver, the Vox. Tio. Hi, I'm Tio. I play Claire, Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel, and I only yesterday remembered where I got that name from. Where, where, where did you get the name from? Lord Byron and Mary Shelley's oh yeah, big that's right. Oh, fuck okay. party slash writers friend. retreat. <laughs> Lord Byron's good friend Claire. Do you, I yeah. thought I asked you about that. Very after- good friend. I forgot that that's where that is name it? came from. Because I asked Completely you, I definitely forgot. asked you about it after I. Okay. It is. Well, so I, I wasn't intentional. I think my brain just remembered oh. Claire Claremont from when I read about that uh, fuck fest slash writers fest. And yes, it was. Both. It was a great fuck it fest. That's both. how we got both the modern horror and the modern sci-fi novel. Yes. So yes, indeed. And the internet. Well, Lord Byron was there, you're, and he's involved in that. Not, not from that one. You're weekend. welcome, everyone. <laughs> Because of Ada, his daughter that he wasn't allowed to talk to, who became Ada as an Ada Ada. Anyway. And Hannah. I'm Hannah. Okay. (laughs) Never mind people who don't follow history. I do. I just feel like we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about this fuck pile. We're going to spiral. I am Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox, unrelated to any artistic or literary things. Although I'd be willing to bet that Max, like, checked out that fuck pile. You know, back when she could for time sure. travel reliably. For, for research purposes. <laughs> Re- yes, research. Yep. Mm-hmm. No other reason. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Incredible. And I'm Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you playing no, me? I'm done. Let's Hi, go. No. Did you miss us? <laughs> I'm Quinn, the zeitgeist, and I play all the NPCs. Let's get to yep. it. Yep, let's do it. Okay, Quinn, go. <laughs> The doors to City Hall stand open as a crowd of somewhere residents pack into the decorously dull main lobby. They make their way to rows of recently erected bleachers, which ring the exterior of the cavernous antechamber. In the center, rising up between the unending, unmoving lines of people, is a stage on which stand Savannah and the five candidates. The producer drones buzz overhead, casting the live splute onto a pair of massive jumbotrons. As the last of the crowd files in, Savannah's unnaturally amplified voice booms out through the building. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final challenge of this election season. The truest test of a council member is not whether you can spot gadflies or drop bad guys. It's whether you can tame City Hall itself, because the bureaucracy is just as tangled from the top as it is from the outside. Today's challenge will separate the bona fide from those along for the ride. That's right. It's time... For the enraging race. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> to prove you can master the municipal maze that is City Hall, each of you will construct a campaign platform using the materials and resources contained within these sallowed halls. You're free to use anything you're able to procure, from tape and staplers to sycophants and Pontiacs. Just don't expect it to come free or easy, though. There's no such thing as a free lunch. The first candidate whose platform reaches the council dais, she points upward towards a row of towering black columns that rise to overlook the chamber, wins. Fans are advised not to venture too far from the lobby and to avoid accidentally joining any of the lines. Running for office is risky business, and we wouldn't want anything to happen to you, cuties. The producers will stick to these candidates like tequila to spring break, so you won't have to miss a single minute of the action. Without further ado, let the race begin!
and there is a series of confetti cannons which explode out of the bleachers, startling the crowd and showering Claire, you, and the other five candidates with Harlequin confetti. And the race is on. Huh. I don't want to say, Quinn, I did really like spot gadflies and drop bad guys. <laughs> Thank you. I do, I do like that, that a little... lot. <laughs> uh, Quinn, what are the rankings currently after the pool democracy extravaganza? We had a campaign phase after that, too. Yeah, so you don't have polling from the most recent campaign phase. It's like once every full cycle. Gotcha. But it's PTA 16, Solar 11, Mina 10, Claire 10, CMAC 8. And I will say, mm. Max and Duncan, you are elsewhere. We'll get yep. to you in a moment. <laughs> yep. I can feel it in my bones. The the confetti cannon just like <laughs> sings to Max <laughs> from afar. So yes, I feel it. We're in the, the neighboring town of elsewhere. <laughs> oh, don't joke. I have a lot of thoughts about elsewhere. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Good. Well, you, you've already encountered the elsewhere elementary little eldritch horrors, so you know a little bit about elsewhere. <sighs> True. Mm -hmm. Claire, the race is on. Around you, you see the lobby of City Hall, the unending lines of people just kind of frozen in place, the large stately arch doorways, which lead to various city departments and functions, and the crowd of people now cheering you on to Jumbotrons overhead. What do you do? Okay, just to make sure I understand here. So I need to climb up, right? This is a... Yes. So okay. overhead looms five black columns, which are sort of conjoined mm -hmm. side by side. They rise up from the far side of the room. I don't think you ever noticed before, or perhaps they weren't even there before, but it appears to be the council dais. And it reaches up high over this lobby and the rest of City Hall to form like a vista or a platform looking down over and looming over City Hall. Okay. Just as a note, do we want to explain dais to people who don't know, or are we just assuming that they're going to look it up? Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, it's, it's a podium. It's a, it's a fancy podium where people do council stuff from and vote. Yes. Uh, a dais <laughs> is, it's, it's their version of like a desk that they sit at while they oversee, overlord, yes. over us all. Yes. So, so technically a, a dais is bigger than a podium. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Important clarification. <laughs> look, this is why people hate government. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, look, look, look. This is the hopper all over again. The hopper is a box. The clarity it's is important. It's just a box. It's important that people understand the difference. Yes. They're not interchangeable. Fair. This dais is much larger than a podium. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. So I have to climb over it or I have to stack things on top of it is the thing I'm confused about. Yes. So the rules were left somewhat ambiguous by Savannah, but you must construct a campaign platform using whatever you can find in City Hall. Could be physical. Sounds like if you can convince people to lift you up. But like the tallest one wins? The first to reach the council dais. So the first to build a platform tall enough to reach the dais. Okay, okay, <laughs> got it, got it. I, I thought there was like, like you have to get over there and there's like a flag on the other side or something you're supposed to get. Okay. No, no. Okay. Yeah, and Savannah's exact words were, uh, you're free to use anything you're able to procure from tape and staplers to sycophants and Pontiacs. So materials, resources, people, kind of- Cars. Uh, any yeah cars, cars okay anything you can find in city hall and you can procure 
you can use for your platform. What can't mm-hmm. you do? Okay. How- What's against the rules, Quinn? Don't ask that. I don't want to know. I do. Yeah, ask that for sounds like we gotta play the not game. permission. <laughs> Savannah did not outline any rules. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, Claire. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. How many of the cameras are there? The floating drones? That you can see there's at least six, but there may be more as well. There's definitely at least one for each candidate. Unclear what the producers plan to do with the PTA, if anything. Okay, great. I'm going to turn to the cheering fans. Yes. I would like to give a rally cry speech. Okay. It will all make sense in a moment. Okay. All right. I turn to the crowd. My eyes are blackened. I've like made myself look slightly spooky. And I say, people of somewhere, never forget that city council is here to serve you. And everything at the city's disposal is at your disposal. This is your city hall. And with that in mind, the first six people to lasso down these drones and create a platform (laughs) that I can float on will get unlimited unlimited gift cards to Claire Coin and Claire Claremont's shop. Ready, set, go. <laughs> okay. I like it. So this is going to be a rally roll. Uh-huh. Cuz you are quite literally rallying this crowd. Yeah. You you want like the most people possible, right? Yeah, and I am being slightly antagonistic towards Savannah and the establishment, right? I'm saying, like, this stuff is yours. This is all yours. Like, they're, like, making it seem like this is all high and mighty stuff, but it is yours. You own it, so let's use it kind of vibe. Are you trying to goad Savannah, or are you trying to rally the crowd? I'm trying to rally the crowd with a cherry on top of goading Savannah. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. So let's start with a rally roll. This crowd is mostly community and underbelly i think so i probably one of those two factions i'll let you decide both of them are zero for me so it makes no difference i think narratively it's probably more of the underbelly that's like yeah take it yeah they would probably be more inclined to support your act of rebellion here so yes yeah yeah uh so give me a roll with underbelly okay that's a nat 12, my friend. Holy smokes. Okay. Nice. On a hit, they will follow the general spirit of your request, and you owe them a debt. On 10 plus, you get to choose three of the following four options. They will not back down in the face of resistance. They will call upon additional resources from their faction. They will do exactly as you asked, or you won't owe them a debt in return. Okay, I get to choose three. Three of the Damn. four. Damn. <laughs> they will do exactly as I ask. Okay. I won't owe them a debt in return. And then I'm debating between the first two for my last one. You know what? Let's get weird. They will not back down in the face of resistance. Okay. What does this look like? What is your vision for this? <laughs> well, my vision is that I say all this as, and I rise my hands up, like, rise up and take it all, like, in, in the end of my speech. And I imagine, at least a little bit as I do that, a couple of underbelly folks who have, like nefarious probably purposes or who knows like pull out like weird accoutrements (laughs) from their pockets that might be used for who knows what weird things and start using them as like making ropes and lassos out of it to like lasso down or net i think at least a couple of them pull out straight up net guns (laughs) yeah so they just have for some reason what do you think about this you know there's a 
a not insignificant cheer that goes out as you issue this cry, this call to action. Most people just kind of like cheer and then don't do anything. But amidst the ranks of this crowd, you see like small olive green figures emerging. They're dressed in like camo fatigues. And you see a small net shoot out betwixt a, a mass of people towards one of the drones. And then from another section of the bleachers, you see tiny little like airsoft pellets barraging another one. And emerging from this crowd are Jackie's army of toy soldiers. <laughs> yes. Uh. And though they are small, they are in fact mighty. And they start attempting to bring down these producer drones. Savannah next to you on the stage kind of gives you like a a little bit of a, a side eye. <laughs> I wave and blow a kiss. Of course you do. She rolls her eyes. As the other four candidates start sprinting towards various municipal departments, hmm. they are letting no time go to waste. I guess I'm just kind of hanging out until my people literally raise me up, which I, if you, I can't think of a better metaphor for like, I am the people's choice, but okay. Okay, let's jump to Duncan and Max. Yes. Yes. Before we get started, I have a custom move for you. Ooh. Oh. This move is called The Heist. I like what I hear so far. When you plan the details of an elaborate heist off camera, roll plus wits. On a 10 plus hold two, on a seven to nine hold one. You can spend your hold to push yourself without marking essence during the heist. To do so, you must say, but what you didn't see is, followed by a flashback revealing how you perfectly anticipated the problem at hand. This is so <laughs> yeah. sick. On a miss, the GM holds one, and I can spend that hold at any point during the heist to make a hard move against you as a crucial flaw in your plan is revealed. Oh. So, good, good, good. Nice. each of you give me a roll plus wits for the heist. Can I push myself on this roll? Hmm, that's a good question. Usually you can only push yourself on basic moves. Okay. I don't know. I suppose if you wanted to. Uh, well, it will fracture me. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, you okay. probably can Maybe can't. not. <laughs> probably, maybe a better not. A better Max idea. plans the heist and vanishes. <laughs> oh, cool. Great. Okay, so you said plus wits? Plus wits. All right. Uh, big money, big money, big money. That is an eight. Oh, boxcars for me. Ooh, so okay. 13 for Duncan. Dang. It's the wittiest I or any of my characters have ever been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Duncan hold two and Max hold one. Uh, and you okay. can spin those to basically smash cut to a flashback of how you perfectly anticipated a problem. Uh, and keep track of those because I will not remember them. <laughs> they are my they are my gift to you. Nice little post-it mm -hmm. note, and it's a bright color, so I won't forget. All right, famous last words. Excellent. The two of you are with Gitzes inside of a barely contained municipal fleet vehicle. Gitzes is like wrestling the steering wheel as she steers towards the entrance to the abandoned parking garage. Okay which is now mostly overgrown with carnivorous plants. Outside of City Hall, you can see a crowd of people who are like trying to push in. It's probably the biggest event that you've ever seen in somewhere in terms of like the number of people here. Nobody knows exactly how many people live in somewhere, but it feels like at least half, maybe more of the town is here. 
Mm. The car is making like stuttering, staggering progress uh, as Gitz is kind of like wrestles with it's it. It's not happy. Yeah. No, no, it's very unhappy. <laughs> the engine's revving. I'm white knuckling the headrest in front of me. Yeah. But Gitz is, is able to steer it into the carnivorous plants. She accelerates through and tears into the abandoned parking garage at City Hall. You are in. Ooh, yeah, all right. What do you do? Good question. I look around with my special eyes. Do I see anything, Quinn? Flashlight. I look around with my flashlight. Oh, oh, look at you. Oh, back to a happier time. Actually having a fucking flashlight. Yeah, around you is the first floor the sort of entry point to the long abandoned municipal parking garage. It is a decrepit and derelict structure. The brief aperture that you were able to create, Max, doesn't seem to have ameliorated the stale miasma of this place. Mm -hmm. It is unlit, save for your flashlight and the high beams of the feral municipal fleet vehicle as Gitz's white knuckles it further down. I think we have to go all the way down because that's where the cars originally came from. And when I zoop, 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 that's the, that's the sound of when I... That's the technical sound. Yep. When I did that, the zoop, 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 it was all the way at the bottom where the cars came out. And there really wasn't... Granted, I was running away from some sentient, unhappy vehicles. So I wasn't taking a hard look at everything but that was where the cars came from and i think it is a educated guess to think that we're gonna have to go further into the belly of the beast yeah i mean we're this is our entrance we're but it, we're eventually trying to find the department of licensing yep okay so you all are heading further down yep i keep an eye out for like elevator doors I have a feeling that because Gitz's is like white knuckling it, that the car is probably not going to go very fast until it figures out that we're taking it home and then it may go very fast. Yeah. In fact, Gitz's seems to be struggling more now that you're in the garage. Oh, yep. The mm-hmm. fleet vehicle does not seem, seems extra unhappy to be back here. Unhappy to be back here, but this is its oh, because it liked being free. You freed it. It had been stuck here until yeah. you got here. Until you yeah. foop, okay. foop, foop, fooped. Duncan, why don't you? You're looking around for elevators mm-hmm. and other sundry useful things. Why don't you give me a yeah. roll to assess reality? <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a nine plus one ten. Okay, hold two. Yeah, first question would be, what's my best route to license, Department of Licensing from our and from here? Okay, I'm going to give you a few bits of information for this. Okay. There are doors on each level that lead in. They are unlabeled. Of course. There are also what you notice, like, how do I put this? Mailboxes, almost, hmm. with pneumatic tubes leading inside. Some of these are adjoined or next to, adjacent to these doors. Other ones are not. The tubes just go straight into the wall or they kind of like go up to the ceiling? Mm, It varies. Some of them go, you know, just a short distance up and then go straight into the wall. Mostly the ones by the, the doors. Other ones, geometry and structure are less obvious. They kind of snake through a, a weird pathway and then disappear into a wall or ceiling or floor or something. Hmm. So doors and tubes. Yeah. 
I will say none of these doors are like labeled Department of Licensing. Are they completely unlabeled or do they have like indecipherable numerals? Uh, no, they are unlabeled except for the, the floor level. Okay. So you started at B1 and now it's like B2, B3, B4. You're mm. pro- I think you're probably on B3. Gotcha. There are stairwells as well. It's got stairs, doors, and tubes. Yes. I'm starting a collection of things found in parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> to the question of what's your best route, doesn't seem like any of these are direct access to Department of Licensing. Okay. I'll just keep an eye out for my second question, maybe, which is, are there any dangers I haven't noticed as we plunge deeper into this haunted car park? Yes. Gitzis is having an increasingly difficult time maintaining control of this vehicle. Hmm. As she like tries to lever the steering wheel back and forth, the car's starting to like fishtail occasionally, particularly when you're going down the turns. And Gitzis is like her whole frame is kind of like bending out to the side in a unnatural way as she like tries to leverage the steering wheel. So the danger here is that the deeper you go, it seems like the more likely Gitzis is to lose control of this vehicle. Right. Mm. I think maybe a very casually oh. Uh, Gitz is, uh, yeah. I, I know you're, you're an expert, but maybe do car seems pretty upset. Should we take it on foot? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fighting pretty hard here. It wouldn't be the worst thing. Maybe if I waited for you up towards the entrance, so like, yeah, getaway driver. It seems like if we need to go deeper, this, this thing may give away the game before we even get there with all this racket it's making. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, that's probably right. If you don't mind. Yep, that's... Yeah, I don't mind. Yep, I'm okay bailing out if is easier for Getz's. It definitely will be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the two of you get out, and Getz's starts navigating the municipal fleet vehicle back up more towards the entrance, and uh, she leans out the car window and says, I'll be waiting for you at the top. Just get to me, and then we'll cheese it. Sounds good, Getz's. Keep that engine purring. Oh, uh... Pearl, I'll try. And the car revs like a really hideous roar. I give it a little pet. Oh. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I would also like to pet the car. The rear tires fishtail and both of your hands are knocked away aggressively. <laughs> okay. Rude. All right. Well, uh, Duncan, I think it's you and me are on our own. All right. Looking. Click, click. Know. What did we say? There was stairs and... Stairs, doors, and tubes. Yes. <laughs> All the doors will go into City Hall somewhere. We don't know where. Or we can continue down. I think we should continue down. And I also think that, look, the tubes sound, like, comedically amusing. I don't know. I don't think we'll fit in the tubes. I think it's for male yeah, it that feels like not a good... Like, I know Quinn was like, here's your various entrances. I think we can cross the tubes off the, the list of possible mm-hmm. entrances. Sorry, Quinn. Spoil sport. <laughs> what if we just write, a, write on a piece of paper, where's the Department of Licensing, and send it into a tube? Oh. Maybe it's like customer service. Oh. I love that. <laughs> Do we have anything to write on? I do, yeah. I have a whole pen and paper. Okay, I think we should write a note and just see what happens. I do this. Okay. It says, would you kindly please direct us to the Department of Licensing, uh, yours concerned citizens? Duncan, you're sending this message? Yeah. Give me a roll to 
Welcome order. I don't have that on my sheet. Yeah, it's a custom, well, sort of a custom move. Uh -oh. When you contend with the unnatural order of City Hall, roll minus chaos. On a 10 plus, choose two from the list below. On a seven and nine, choose one, and the GM chooses one. Uh, the effects, oh. this is a inversion of embrace chaos. Oh. <laughs> when contending with the effects of City Hall. That's my favorite kind of move. <laughs> All of the effects are the same, and it functions the same, in essence, but you roll minus chaos instead of plus chaos. Hmm. Okay. So I'm rolling with a positive one. Woo! This is a Duncan. This seems like a move that's good for you. This is a Duncan move. Yep. Mechanically, Quinn, I'll ask you, I have Embrace Chaos as Fractured. This, while being an inverse of Embrace Chaos, is not a Fractured move. Is that correct? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Great. Then here we go. Here we go! That is eight. Plus one, so nine. On a seven and nine, you choose one and I choose one. I think the closest to what I'm kind of trying to do is briefly wield the tube's effect. Yeah. You scribble out this note and put it into the tube and it is immediately sucked away through the tube system. And almost immediately you get a message back and it reads in a very dull Times New Roman font, <laughs> Please present employee ID or visitor identification. Oh, I probably have a couple visitor identifications. I've been to City Hall a bunch. Press badge. Okay. You put the press badge in? Yeah, I put the press badge in. Max, for no reason in particular, I need to ask, are you right next to Duncan? Behind him? Are you <laughs> 10 feet away? I, I was uh -oh. next to him. Okay. You put the press badge in. And you go to move your hand away and it doesn't or like it's kind of stretches out and you realize that your hand is being sucked into the tube uh -oh. and then it disappears and your arm is being sucked into the tube. Max, Max, hold my hand. Okay, I grab onto Duncan's hand. Max, as you grab on, you see Duncan's entire upper body disappear into the tube. Uh-huh. And then his legs are sucked in and your arm is sucked in. And then very rapidly, both of you are moving through a pneumatic tube into City Hall. All right, Quinn, we're in your magic tubes. We're in your fucking tubes. <laughs> is this what you wanted? This is what you wanted, isn't it? And you're like, yes. That's what I wanted. <laughs> tubes. Tube me up. <laughs> Hey folks, Quinn here. Thank you for submitting your application to tune in to part two of episode 27 of Monster Hour Absurdia. Your estimated wait time in the Department of Licensing is 27 months. For expedited service, please access the pneumatic tube system to have it delivered directly into your brain. A uh, quick note before we jump in. Uh, we've, we've gotten uh, a couple of questions about the polling in this arc and why the numbers don't add up to 100. Uh, I wish I could tell you that I had a very absurd reason for doing it, but uh, actually it's just the remaining percentage are undecided between our cadre of curious candidates. So uh, if you are curious about that, know that you are not alone. Speaking of undecideds, I want to thank everyone out there who's been spreading the word about the show to folks who are undecided about us by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. Podcast listeners vote with their ears, and we're hoping for a landslide victory. <laughs> the metaphor is too tortured. I'm sorry. Uh, a special shout out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Atticus, Dagan Knight, and Mila Janis. Thank you to all our patrons for supporting the show and helping us bring you awesome bonus content. 
We just posted part two of Dead Deer Mountain, our Monster of the Week one-shot with Hannah as our illustrious keeper. It's it's very fun. All three of us play extremely goofy characters. If you want to check it out and support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash monsterhour or follow the link in the show notes. And that's all I have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in July 11th for the next broadcast of WSOM, Radio Somewhere. Claire, you are standing on stage in the lobby of City Hall. At your provocation, rallying cry, several members of Jackie's toy soldier troop, who I don't think you knew were present, revealed themselves and responded to your call to action by attacking the producer drones, which are buzzing overhead, by peppering them with various projectiles meant to capture and or contain them so that you can use them in your quest. The other candidates have disappeared. They're now in various municipal departments. I think you saw the PTA scatter every which direction. They seem to have a significant advantage. At least in numbers, they certainly do. Human pyramid up to the... How tall is the dais? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they have enough members in the arena to do that, but certainly if they build a platform, they might be able to, to top things off with that. As this is unfolding... Savannah, who cast you a sidelong glance, walks towards you, stands kind of side by side with you. She puts two fingers up to her neck and presses like a a button. Um, You hear a small beep and she leans in and whispers to you and says, okay, like girly, I love the like provocation and just like the overall anti-authoritarian vibe you're bringing here. But like those drones are keeping an eye on all the candidates and it's kind of harshing the vibe. And you can see the feed from one or two of the drones is on the Jumbotron following Solar and like one of the members of the PTA. But many of the drones are stuck here. Savannah side eyes you and says, So why don't you just, like, go play the game and we can just make sure that everyone has, like, so much fun, okay? Oh, diabolical. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I got to really, like, get in the zone because this is a very not-to way to to respond to this. But one sec. Sip of pomplamoose for courage. (laughs) Yes, the courage pomplamoose. Well known. Mm -hmm. LaCroix strength. TM, TM, TM. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, it's a, that's a Claire Claremont original. Oh, yes. The Courage Pomplamoose. Right along with the daily municipal lime water and the hot yes. carbonated grape drink, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of great ideas come out of Claire Claremont. A lot of wa- flavored water themed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an entire industry based on that. This and it is, is true. thriving. From the creator of municipal cucumber water yes. and... Hot carbonated grape flavored water comes courage pomplamoose. Hold on. Hot carbonated yes. grape flavored water. We need to put that down. I think it was and... grape. Or was it was grapefruit? It grape? Maybe it was grapefruit. Is it? I yeah. think it was grapefruit. That Pomplamous. sounds more. <laughs> Maybe it's hot pomplamoose. Okay. So we <laughs> have hot pomplamoose. Hot pomplamoose is the courage water. <laughs> yes. Um, because if you can drink that, you can do anything. Now, is the hot complim- pom- hot pomplamoose courage water, is that fizzy? <laughs> yes. Unclear. Oh, okay. No, I like I like the, it, it sometimes is, it sometimes isn't. It's okay. Schrodinger's mm-hmm. water. It, it is and is not carbonated at the same time. You never know until you take a sip.
Yes. All right, there we go. Now we yep. have we have added that to the list of the Claire Claremont product list. So sorry, continue. I just okay. I love we it. We need to get that down. No, yep. important important documentation. Yep. Vital. I think Claire looks at Savannah and goes, "Totally, totally. I hear you. I hear you. And you know, as as your friend, I love that for you. I think that is the right way to go as a candidate." I'm not violating the rules, so I'm just going to do what's going to help me win. You understand. Kisses, and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I think we as the audience see Savannah tilt her camera head like skyward, and the lens narrows to just like a very fine point. You're really increasing the f-stop. <laughs> And the producer drones, which are being pelted and harassed by Jackie's army of toy soldiers, their undercarriages open. And protruding from them are a wide assortment of weaponry, (laughs) which start slashing away the nets and returning fire on the toy soldiers. And the crowd now is concerned. (laughs) Um, Sure. Sure. They're kind of like moving away. The aisles and like pockets are forming around the toy soldiers as this new front in the battle starts opening up. But notably, Savannah has walked away and is now like narrating the few producer drones that have live feeds on candidates. She is narrating those. She seems to be abiding by the fact that you're not technically breaking a rule of the challenge and not interfering with your actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Although you can tell she is quite unhappy. Sure. What do you do? The closest drone to me. How far? Uh, I don't know. Pretty close. 15 feet, 20, maybe. Okay. Clarigans, look what your city council thinks it can do to you. This would never happen under my administration. Let's turn the camera on them and show these cam clowns who's really in charge of the shot. Five people, come lift me up right now, and I'll show you how it's done. And I'm going to wait and see if five people actually lift me up before I attempt to literally... I'm trying to get roughly as high as one of them and then leap (laughs) onto them. Okay. Mm -hmm. You are, like, calling on members of the audience to... to, to Your your clerigans to come support you here? Yes. I, I think it's another rally roll, this time with community. I'm okay with that. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Let's see how this one does. <laughs> oh, that is actually, that's a nine. That's oh, not okay. terrible. On a hit, they will follow the general spirit of your request and you owe them a debt. On a seven to nine, choose two. I'm going to choose, they call upon additional resources from their faction and they will do exactly as you asked. So I will owe them a debt. Okay. In terms of additional resources, is there something specific you're looking for from community or? I mean, I think it would be really funny if somebody is like, I have a ladder. Is that helpful? And just like pulls out like a literally like a ridiculously tall ladder. (laughs) 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 But I but if you want to make it make it something. No, that's great. uh, If that's what you want. More in game. Uh, (laughs) I think that would just be really funny. (laughs) I have a pitch for your clerigans, especially in this moment. But tell me what you think. Members of the crowd who identify as clerigans wearing capes that are fastened by a Claire coin brooch reveal oh, themselves yes. amidst the crowd. Uh-huh. They all have some kind of Claire product. Too. Oh, they're festooned in Claire products. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. They're, they're brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. I your brand they, ambassadors. <laughs> I think they all also have temporary tattoos of my face on on their like face, ex, whatever exp, on their <laughs> face, on their cheeks. Are they wearing Claire masks like Guy Fox masks? No, I th- I think that that's that's not cute enough for Claire. Okay, so they fair, are fair, they fair. are like a little one of those little like peel and stick face tattoos like you see for sports teams. They'll say like go Kraken or whatever and it's meant to be like right along your cheekbone. It's that but it's my face. So these cloaked brooched Claire product festooned Claregans emerge from the crowd. <laughs> they start stacking on top of one another uh, and then one of them Behind the rest, hustling down with a ladder, throws it up to the top of this human pillar and allows you to easily climb up to the top. And I think as a result of this, I'm not going to make you do another roll. You are able to snag one of the producer drones. <laughs> nice. The The rest are still sort of enmeshed in this skirmish brawl with Jackie's army. But uh, you, you do have this one. Okay. Now, by have it, can I try to balance on top of it or sit on it? Or is the is it not strong enough to support my weight? How many of these would I need to be essentially floating on a cloud of drones? Oh, that's a good question. How do you make them not dump you off? I, there's also that. Well, that that then you're just basically on a riding bull, like the bull ride. Uh-huh. And you got to hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So you could try it with one. I think based on your best sort of guesstimate here, probably four to be like a sure thing. But like, you know, it gets easier the more you get. Okay. If you had four, I wouldn't make you roll at all. (laughs) If you have less than that, it'll impact the modifier to your roll. Okay. And this is a roll to try to use them to reach the dais or just to stay on or both? We'll see as things play out narratively, I think. So when I have it right now, did I like capture it in my hand? Like how do I how do I currently have it? Yeah, you've grabbed onto it from the undercarriage and I think are like okay. it has a high powered hair dryer, which is basically like a heat beam. Mm. you've kind of grabbed that as part of the undercarriage and are pointing it away so it doesn't scald you. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, you you sort of like bear hugged it. Like the exhaust of like a motorcycle or something. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, but you're not on top of it or anything like that. You just like have secured it. I've bear hugged it, you said. Claire hugged it. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I'm tempted to use my nails and stab it so that I'm... It's just on me like a like I am a magnificent marshmallow stick and I'm stabbing marshmallows onto me. But I'm not going to do that yet. But that will be a move I employ if it gets real ornery with me. It might. Okay. I think I am going to, if I'm bear hugging it and it's not quite stable enough to completely hold my weight, but it can pack a bit of a punch of, I'm not going to immediately drop to the ground holding onto it. I'm going to essentially, I'm bear hugging it like it's a jetpack on my front instead of my back. And I'm going to leap from the top of the stairs toward the next closest drone so that I can essentially grab the next closest drone in air as I'm being propelled towards it. Okay. One might say front jetpack style. This is a callback mm. to season one. Go <laughs> listen. <laughs> it worked out so well. <laughs> yeah. In season one. Dangerous. <laughs> Give me roll two face fear. Plus pluck. Except I have face fear circled. I'm trying to remember what that means. That is a fractured move. That is a fractured ah, move. Ah, yes. 
So if you f if you fail this role, you uh -huh. get experience. If you succeed it, you'll have to mark an essence. Oh, that'll be my last essence box. Very oh. exciting. Interesting. Whoo, that's an 11. Nice. <laughs> the rolls are with me today. Well. well. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. That's a 12. Hey. Because I have one pluck. Ha! <laughs> Still well. <laughs> yeah. Still well, because that is one of your fractured moves. Yes. Tio, do you recall which fracture you assigned to this? Was it Rudy FOMO or Vertigo? I think this was the first one I got, so this would be FOMO, Sway. Interesting. Okay. Sway, this is fight for your life. This is fight oh, for your life. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry I wrote it down. Yeah, no, it's Vertigo. It's the Vertigo, okay. which is actually very <laughs> funny in this particular applicable. instance. It is quite funny. <laughs> so, Claire, you propel yourself off of the top of your Clarigan ladder. Sentences that would never make sense outside <laughs> of the show. Uh, you propel yourself <laughs> off of this Clarigan ladder while bear hugging one of the producer drones and propel yourself towards the next closest one. As you do, suddenly you find yourself off course. Like there's a sharp shift, almost as though the entire room around you has shunted slightly. You look around disoriented and instead of a crowd of people, you just see the everyday trappings of City Hall. And then your course shifts again, and you see a podium with your name on first place. And then your course shifts again, and you're floating through an empty expanse of nothingness with pinpricks of light in the distance. And then you shift again, and then you're back, and you collide almost immediately with the second drone, but you're not prepared while these two drones, however, have been conspiring against you, and you find yourself enmeshed in netting and sharp instruments, and as the vertigo bounces you back and forth, unable to collect your bearings, you are spirited off into a department, the title of which you are unable to capture before you lose consciousness. Claire will rise again! <laughs> Duncan and Max. Yes. Futurameing through City Hall. Like that? It's not exactly foop, foop, foop. It's whoop, 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 whoop. Not foop, 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 which is going through the floor. We're working through some stuff right now. No, it's good. Yeah, don't worry. Hold on, Quinn. We got to get this nailed down. It's very important. Yeah, Ian, just cut me talking and just leave all of that in because it's it's gorgeous. And as we go faster, Yeah. And then you turn a corner. Duncan and Max. After your pneumatic journey, <laughs> mm -hmm. you sputter out of the tubes to find yourself in an enormous space. There are rows and rows of towering filing cabinets that stretch out before you. Most of them are closed, but a few stand open, including one that you can see that seems to have punched directly through the opposite filing cabinet. And staking in between these cabinets, minute cracks and crevices crisscrossing like clumps of vines across the ceiling are an incalculable number of pneumatic tubes. Coiled sheets of paper flit through them almost nonstop, filling the room with a constant low thrum, and the lights overhead are a dull yet oppressive fluorescent. Duncan, as you emerge, I'm going to spend my hold from your welcome order move to give you a paper cut. 
Ah. This is a temporary fracture that will last as long as you are in City Hall. Okay. What are your current fractures right now? Current fractures are face fear and embrace chaos. I'm going to give this paper cut to Hoodwink. Okay, okay. As you notice on your hand, the one that you inserted the message into the pneumatic tube into and which your hand quickly followed, there is a paper cut and dribbling out of it is a slightly too thick ribbon of red blood. Ah, beans. It has a luster to it, a sheen that seems uh, uncanny. Mmm, shiny blood. Love that shiny blood. Just... I, I wave it about. Yep. The two of you ostensibly are in the Department of Licensing. What was it that Jackie wanted us to get? <laughs> what was it? She wanted you to break into the Division of Unlicensing. Oh, yeah. okay. Which is a specific section of the Department uh-huh. of Licensing and recover the metronome of perfect time. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Along with any other fun goodies that were confiscated by City Hall. <laughs> Whatever else we want. But the metronome of perfect time is the specific item that she wanted. Okay, so we're at the Department of Licensing. What do I see? Is there anybody there? Is there like a help desk? Is there like a take a number? Like, Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? Okay, sure. I would love to do that. But to answer your immediate questions, yes. you do not see anyone. There's not a help desk. <laughs> All right, big money, big money. Uh... It's a seven. Hold one. What here is useful or valuable to me? Ooh, okay. Spicy. There are potentially many things useful or valuable to you here, Max. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Is there anything in particular? Well, I think anything that would help us get to the Department of Unlicensing. I don't know where that is, and I don't really know how to get there. But also just anything that looks like it would be useful for Max personally, who, you know, is turning into a bit of a raccoon and attracted by shiny objects. (laughs) So I, you know, as much as I want you to tell me that there's a whole bunch of stuff that I could just pilfer, probably it's going to be anything that will help me figure out where the Department of Unlicensing would be and where this metronome would be. An assistance, a door... Uh, a big sign that says Department of Licensing not in here, you know, that would absolutely <laughs> throw lesser individuals off the track, but not somebody such as myself. Okay, great. Yeah, I think you are able to look, you walk down a few of these rows of filing cabinets, and I think you are able to locate a, like a a reference not a map, but like almost like a Dewey Decimal System. Uh-huh. Max, it it sort of oddly feels familiar to you. Hmm. Okay. And I think you understand that you need to traverse a little ways to the nearest stairwell and go down a level. Okay. I lean over to Duncan and I go, unlicensing is one floor down. Oh, okay. Is Duncan I'm eating something? To, no, I'm trying to think. Suck on the cut. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duncan, what are you doing? Well, I was dealing with the, the paper cut, but I think I'd be kind of shining the flashlight around looking for cameras or any sort of like surveillance devices here. Why don't you also give me a roll to assess reality? I can do that. Eight plus one, nine. Hold one. Are there any cameras? No. Are there any cameras we haven't noticed? Are there any camera heads that we haven't noticed? Sorry, what did Max ask? Was best route? 
or anything useful? Anything useful, although the answer was also kind of what's the best route. <laughs> I mean, I guess are there any dangers I haven't noticed is the closest for like, I'm looking for cameras or like anything that might be an alarm Yeah, that we'd be setting off by arriving like this. Yeah. So I'll give you two things for this. The first is that as you and Max are getting your bearings, you hear the sound of people moving through this space, searching, scavenging maybe. And I think you take a discreet look around one of the corners and you see two members of the PTA. Huh. And I, Duncan, have no idea why they would be <laughs> be here. Yeah. But given that you are currently disguised as PTA members, a potential hazard. Fair. The other danger or the other answer to your question that I will give you is that some of the pneumatic tubes are not like flush with the walls and ceilings. Some of them are hanging slightly. Mm. And I think you notice that those ones are moving, undulating a bit. Mm. And all of them kind of lead towards the same direction. Are they actively sucking stuff up from the room? All of these tubes are moving a massive amount of messages. Gotcha, gotcha. Like near constant. So I'm going to point those tubes out to Max as kind of a cautionary, like we probably don't want to get close to the tubes that are wiggling around. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I have a feeling that they will suck us straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Max. Yes? The nexus of those hanging tubes is more or less where you need to go. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll do it real careful. We'll be quiet as little church mice. We'll just be super... Sounds like maybe that's a shortcut, actually. Oh, okay. I mean, that's where we gotta go. I thought that was jail, but if that's not jail, then <laughs> great. Is it jail? Quinn, are we gonna go to jail? You have to tell us, otherwise <laughs> it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> if you try to send yourself via tube to the nexus point... Jail. Mm -hmm. Not jail. It seems like it might be dangerous. Okay. Suppose there's maybe a spot like we have to get to the nexus point, but maybe not inside the nexus point. Hmm. Like we'd like to go where the candy is in the chocolate factory, but if you go up the chocolate tube, you're going to drown. That's a good analogy. <laughs> okay. Sorry, backing up. Stairs as an option? The closest stairs are at the nexus point. Gotcha. Okay. So we just got to we gotta go to the stairs. We just got to not touch. Great. Don't touch it. You know, that is going to lead us there. In a very fast and painful and maybe mix them up -y kind of way. Yes. I would like to keep all of my body parts where they are. It's true. I got cut the last time. It hurts. Yeah. How does that, how does that look, by the way? I've wrapped it and it is bleeding through. Okay. Yeah. Great. And in fact, the blood that has been dripping down, Duncan, is forming a strip almost that's trailing behind you like it's not liquid it's solid uh, and there's a strip of red solid liquid behind you i want to try to keep that strip kind of just wrapped up around my finger as it keeps coming out just wrap it up more yeah okay cool it's not delivery it's DiGiorno. gotcha <laughs> 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 I'm waiting for that. I don't totally understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Got him. 
Yeah, so you have a few PTA members who are scouting towards your location, uh-huh. uh, closing, mm-hmm. and then you have this sort of labyrinth of filing cabinets mm-hmm. and the pneumatic tubes, some of which have detached from the ceiling and are heading towards the nexus point. What do you do? Duncan, here's my strategy. We run. We just fucking... Oh, okay. What, what do you think? Of th- what do you think Loudly? about that? What do you think? I mean, this is like sharing space. Um, so I want to be open to all ideas, but my suggestion is we just, we walk confidently in the direction of our dreams. And by that, I mean, we run towards the stairs. Okay. On three uh, or uh, after we'll, three? We'll, we'll go. We'll, One, we'll, uh, wait, two, wait, go. Okay. All right. Go. All right. And we're running. <laughs> okay. You guys are really bad at heights. <laughs> I love you both dearly, but my word. Claire? You know nothing about what is happening down here. This crew loves heists, <laughs> and we're exceptionally bad at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you trying in any way to be discreet? It sounds like not, but... I would like to, perhaps behind, as we're making our way quickly towards the stairs, is to maybe like pull a cabinet down to make a noise, like a distraction. Interesting, okay. Yeah. I think we can move swiftly, try to stay quiet, but be ready to do that okay. if the PTA members or the tubes. If the tubes start coming to us, throw paper at it. Oh, good. If the PTA members start coming at us, then I can say, look in the, oh, it's in the tube. What you're looking for is in the tube. Okay. Okay. I already got one. Maybe it's less of a run and more of a fast walk. Okay. All right. Uh, Max, this feels like you're in the lead. Why don't you give me a roll to save your skin? Sure. Some combination of fast walking, running, Mm -hmm. and cabinet tomfoolery to try Uh to avoid being detected. Uh, That's a nine. On a seven and nine, you can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do. I escape. So... Oh, you have to give me my price to pay first. <laughs> I'm going to frame it this way. You can choose to evade the PTA, but there will be a price to pay if you do. I will evade the PTA. Okay. You lead Duncan on a speed walk through this office space. Mm-hmm. As you move through, you notice there are more drawers that are open. And I think you actually brush against one of them, and it kind of launches out and smashes into the opposite filing cabinet. And the more quickly you move, the more disruptive you become until you're launching filing cabinets out repeatedly as you progress. The PTA is distracted by this, and I I don't think they even wind up seeing you. They just kind of see the wake. And eventually, through some combination of decoding the organizational structure and this sort of phantom memory, you arrive at the nexus point the stairwell that leads down. It is a small opening in this vast network of filing cabinets. And next to it is a desk. And seated there is a figure. A bulbous humanoid form, almost seven feet tall, despite a hunch that even the best ergonomics could not fix. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Its perfectly smooth face is marred only by an enormous pair of oversized glasses. And while perfectly clear, the lenses always seem to reflect the fluorescent light overhead, leaving you unable to see its eyes. Hundreds of flexible, undulating pneumatic tubes disappear into the folds of its sensible business casual attire, feeding packets of paperwork directly to it. Pinned to its lapel is a nameplate, which says, The Recorder. 